just that home line. Gonna turn it up, please. It's your man Ben Farrell with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody is doing well. Yes! Ran into an article. A woman plunges to her death from a 100-foot cliff moments after a marriage proposal. Can't make this stuff up, ladies and gentlemen. A Turkish couple went to a seaside cliff to celebrate their engagement only for the bride-to-be to fall to her death moments after the proposal. Uh, we chose it to have a romantic memory after the proposal. We drank some alcohol. Everything happened all at once. She lost her balance and fell down. The <clears throat> Nazimatin Gusu, the would-be groom, told news sources. Yassim Damir, 39-year-old, fell over the edge of the 100-foot cliff at Palante Cape Pin. Kanakkel in northwestern Turkey, where the couple had hoped to watch the sunset on July 6. Gersu returned to their car to get their picnic meal, but he heard a scream and ran back to find his fiance at the foot of the cliff. Damn. Looking at the pictures, she looked real pretty. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the groom. Looks a little older than her fiance. Uh, she initially she initially survived the fall, but medics declared her dead after 45 minutes of resuscitation efforts. The Sun reported that's the news sources. Local authorities closed off the area and opened an investigation. Beautiful young lady, she looked good. Uh, locals regular regularly. Damn, I hate when I be messing up my pronunciation. Regularly visit the clifftop to watch the sunset. A lot of locals do, according to Demir's friends. Um, but they noted that the roads are very bad and there is no precaution on the edge of the cliff. Oh, man. A fence should be drawn here. Precautions should be taken. A friend's whole new sources. Authorities reopened the area in a controlled manner. On July 15th, according to the New York Post, they urged tourists and local visitors alike to be mindful of the cliff edge to avoid a similar incident. Damn, man. Right after the proposal? Jesus Christ. Woo! I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means for the groom to be, you know. That might mess with his mental. You know, that is crazy. She just fell right after the proposal and they were supposed to celebrate together with a romantic picnic watching the sunset. That does sound very romantic and stuff like that. But, bro, I think he's going to have PTSD like a mother. Straight up. Think about it. Yo, he's going to haunt him for the rest of his days. He's going to be like, damn, man, what the hell? It's going to mess with his mental, you know. He's going to carry that pain for a while. But we're going to jump onto some other news. Let me see. Let me um, refresh this right here. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry to do that, ladies and gentlemen. I had a burp. You know I like to eat. I'm not fat, but I love to eat. Uh, a lot of stuff is going on. 
All right, let me see what else they got. I covered a lot of this stuff. Olivia Dunn reveals scares that keep her from attending class in person. Uh, do I want to do something like that? I don't know. Matt Damon opens up about unpleasant experience kissing Scarlett. John's, uh, Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. She, she's a nice girl. I like her. Okay, what was the scare? Matt Damon says kissing Scarlett Johansson was hell. What the fuck? Let me see. Matt Damon revealed why kissing Scarlett Johansson was hell. One time while they were filming their 2011 family comedy, We Bought a Zoo, the 52-year-old actor and his uh, opem here, uh, I don't know what that word is, O-P-P-P-P-E-N, Heimer, co-star, Emily Blunt, were discussing proper uh, etiquette for shooting kissing scenes with co-stars in a recent video of Lad Bible. The two strongly agreed that toothbrushing, using mouthwash, and chewing gum was mandatory, though Damon noted that he could forgive some halitosis. What? During their conversation, the Good Will Hunting star recalled a less than pleasant on-screen smooch that he once shared with Johansson, 38 years old. Oh, shit. I had to kiss Scarlett Johansson. Can you imagine how horrible that was for me? Damon joked. Wow. Can you imagine how awful that was? Blunt quit. It's such a shame she has such terrible lips and everything. It must have been so awful. It was hell. The saving prying. The saving private Ryan actor said with a laugh. He continued, what happened was we did a shot before lunch and it was this nice little two shot that ended in the kiss. And it was really good. We went to lunch and she and I both thought it was over and she ate like an onion sandwich for lunch, Damon remembered. Oh, that's probably what it was. The two later returned to the set only to discover that they had to resume filming the kissing scene. She came in and director Cameron Crowe had set the camera up and it was like a tight shot of the kiss. The Massachusetts native recall and she goes, oh, she goes, I literally just had, I had like an onion sandwich. I thought we did this. Okay, it was the onion. Oh, okay. I was like, yo, she got halitosis? I was like, please say ain't so. Okay. All right. The Devil Wears Prada star jokingly asked Damon if he was still sort of slightly aroused by kissing Johansson despite her bad breath. No, I was making fun of her that entire time about her onion breath, which I didn't even smell, Damon stated. Her breath smells like roses, Damon insisted as the pair he said her breath smelled like roses and you know they both burst into laughter the pair all right so damon and wife uh luciana barroso tied the knot in 2005 and our parents to daughters isabella a 16 year old and gia a 14 year old and stella a 12 year old the oscar winner is also stepfather to 
Barroso's daughter, Alexia, 24-year-old from a previous relationship. Scarlett shares daughter, Rose Dorothy, 8-year-old, with her ex-husband, Roman Doric, or Doris, and son, Cosmo, a one-year-old, with husband, Colin with husband Colin Jost, a 40-year-old. Johansson and Doric were married from 2014 to 2017. The Asteroid City actress wed Saturday Night Live star Jost in 2020. All right. Okay, so We Bought a Zoo was loosely based on Benjamin Mee's 2008 novel of the same name. In the movie, Damon played a widower and father named Benjamin who realized that his family needs a fresh start after the recent loss of his wife and his two children's mothers. He decides to quit his job and move with his family, but upon finding that perfect house, he learns that he must also purchase a dilapidated and closed down zoo on the property. As Benjamin works with longtime zookeeper Kelly Johansson to renovate and reopen the zoo, he finds himself falling in love with her. The film also starred Thomas Hayden Church and Maggie Elizabeth Jones, Colin Ford, Ellie Fannin, Patrick Fugit, and John Michael Higgins. Meanwhile, Oppenheimer premiered last weekend and soared past expectations with an $80 million opening at the box office. The historical drama plays second behind the Barbie movie, which racked, raked in $155 million in ticket sales and became the biggest debut of the year. <laughs> Who the fuck went to watch Barbie? Let me think. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Moving forward, directed by Christopher Nolan, Oppenheimer features a star-studded cast that includes Damon Blunt, Cillian Murphy, Robert Downey Jr., Florence Puh, Josh Harnett, Casey Affleck, Rami Malek, Gary Oldman, and Kenneth Branagh. I gave y'all a little scoop of this stuff right here. So, it's all good. She had like an onion sandwich. I, I thought she had halitosis. I said, damn, she's so pretty, though. I was like, damn. That's not good. Just imagine a beautiful woman. Beautiful woman of your dreams at that. And she has halitosis? I would have been asking mad questions. I'm like, what the fuck? Do you, are you sick? Do you got like a medical problem? You need to get this checked. It doesn't make sense. You're not even a fat ass. You're like a regular girl and shit. Like, what the fuck? Why your breath is smelling? Let me stop cursing because I'm losing followers on this goddamn um, Spotify network. People will just get mad at me. Maybe because I got so much at one time and somebody got pissed off and like, who the hell is this guy? Hell nah. When you jump in the internet game, a lot of jealousy will emerge. For anybody that has inspiration to jump into the game. Uh, the tropical disturbance being tracked in the Atlantic with one potentially affecting the U.S. I don't, I'm not going to do it because I already looked at the satellite. I don't, it's not that serious. It's not something. When I look at the satellite, I'm not no weatherman. Uh, 
or what's the word for it? Damn, I forgot the word for it. But I'm not like a weatherman, but I'm into the weather, and I do have a satellite system, and I always look and stuff like that. So, but everything, but that topic right there, that um, headline news, I'm not gonna even get into it because it's nothing serious. There's nothing serious going on into the Atlantic. Not at all. Nothing for nobody to worry about. I will let you know if there's something to worry about in the Atlantic. All right. Let me just jump on to some other news and stuff. Let me go to New York. I already went to New York, but that was like probably seven hours ago and stuff. Yeah, there's nothing to worry about. The hurricanes. It's 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 pretty active down there, but there's nothing forming in the Atlantic, in the Gulf. There was a crazy powerful hurricane that formed in the Pacific. Uh, I think it missed the islands, the Hawaii, the Hawaiian islands. I think it missed it, but nothing ain't happening. And like I told you in another segment, uh, the summer they're talking about always oh, super hot. I'm like nah. I've been in worse summers than this. This summer is pretty chill. All right, we're in New York. Let me see what's over here. New allegations. Thomas Hagen, a.k.a. Tomaj X. Hagen, tied to NYPD and Malcolm X assassination. Oh, no. Nah. TikTok sensation pop-up. Bagels takes NYC by storm. No unlawful street takeover creates mayhem on Mario Cuomo Bridge. Oh. Uh, I already covered too much of the Gilgo Beach thing. I, it's like the biggest thing on the news right now. Uh, it's not too much going on, but the street takeover. Let me see. I haven't seen the screen street takeover in New York City. Like you'll see small ones, but they're not that serious. But let me see. This one made the damn news, local news. A so-called street takeover caused chaos on the Mario Cuomo Bridge earlier this month as souped-up cars and their daredevil drivers showed off, doing donuts and bringing traffic to a standstill. Street takeovers are a social media organized flash mods, often involving hundreds of spectators and multiple cars that arrive at specific locations blocking traffic to speed and show off dangerous driving stunts. The events are becoming more common across the U.S. and have law enforcement and residents concerned. A video posted last year showed participants engaging in a sacrifice circle. What the hell does that mean? Spinning their vehicles around open flames. Tragically, last year also saw an incident where a driver performing stunts ran over and ran over a spectator uh, head while trying to capture the dangerous uh, spectacle, spectacular or spectacle. All right, so and ran over a spectator's head while trying to capture the dangerous spectacle. I frequently wonder where's law enforcement said one pedestrian who was walking on the bridge during the chaotic episode. I greatly respect law enforcement, but I have to wonder where they are when it occurs. It is. It goes on and on. Uh, one person was talking about that. When the bridge was shut down by drivers on July 8th, the New York State Police Hose Office 
Ho's office is at the bridge entrance, was able to cite a few of them, even arresting one. But in the weeks since they told news sources that their investigation has led to no new arrests, the motivations behind street takeovers remain unclear. Although the popularity of the video clips of the events on social media likely fuels further interest as clips of the events are easy to find on Instagram and YouTube, each getting thousands of likes and views. You know, this stuff. I mean, street takeovers is going to keep on happening because everybody's trying to get clicks and views. It's like the biggest thing in the world. Everybody want it. Uh, let me see what else they got. Uh, we'll talk about Malcolm X in a future later time. You know, right? I'm going to always be on that. Excuse me. Man, what else they got? Florida woman sues Frontier Airlines for $100 million over bag sizes fees. Uh, three found dead in a car. North Carolina gas station are identified as Marine Station nearby. Brian Kohlberger defense was, was his DNA planted at the crime scene. Oh, my God. Stuff like that is going to take me... All right, hold up. I see something else. Pilot of a plane that crashed landing on Martha's Vineyard. Oh, I already did that. I did that one. Uh, yeah, the news ain't jumped up into anything. I've been to a share concert before. Share launches Galato company called Shalato. It's finally happened. Oh, she got like a wine thing that she about to sell. A drone video captures shark hunting off Long Island Beach. That's what they do. Xbox announces pizza-scented controller ahead of Ninja Turtles movie. That's pretty cool. Uh, what else they got? Killer well mothers protect their sons more than their daughters. New study finds. Uh, well, that's interesting, but hold up. And they ain't got too much of anything. I'm going to have to flip it to something else. Oh, man. Give me uh, Portland, Oregon. Let me see what's over there. I usually shut it off. Uh, I usually shut it off and do the skips like a professional goddamn podcaster. But I'm going to just let y'all chill with me while I'm on the microphone. It don't even matter. What's over there in Oregon? Prisoners found guilty of sexually abusing multiple inmates. What? Get the fuck on out of here with that shit. Wilsonville, Oregon. A former Oregon corrections nurse has been found guilty of sexually assaulting nine female prisoners, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office, District of Oregon, Tony Daniel Kling. It's a guy, 38 years old, of Clackamas County, Oregon was convicted on Tuesday of 17 counts of depriving his victims of their constitutional right not to be subjected to cruel and unusual punishment by sexual assault and four counts of perjury. According to court documents, between 2010 and 2018, Mr. Clean was working as a nurse at Coffee Creek Correctional Facility, interacting with female prisoners seeking medical help. Officials say Mr. Clean used 
his position to sexually assault or engage in non-consensual sexual conduct with people who were supposed to be his patients. In a release Tuesday, the district attorney's office added clean was often alone with his victims and created reasons to be alone with women working in the medical unit like medical rooms, janitors, closets, or behind privacy curtains, supposedly reiterating his power over them. Tony Clean used his position of authority to prey on women in custody who were in a uniquely vulnerable position. He further led his victims to believe they had no power to resist or report his abuse, uh, said Natalie White, U.S. Attorney for the District of Oregon. All right. They couldn't report his abuse. That's what he was like. He, when he manipulated them, I guess the verdict would not have been possible without the courage and resolve of these women and the dedication of our, of our partners at the FBI and Civil Rights Division. Mr. Clean will be sentenced on October 17th and faces maximum sentence of life in prison. Oh shit, he's about to do a life. He's doing the alphabet work. God damn, nigga, you about you out of there. Mr. Clean, Tony Clean used his position of authority to prey on women in custody who were in in a uniquely vulnerable position. So they were in custody, so that means they probably had handcuffs on them. He further led his victims to believe they had no power to resist or report his abuse, said Natalie White, all right? This guy is an asshole. Tony Daniel Clean, 38, year, uh, 38 years old of Clackamas County, Oregon, was convicted on Tuesday, all right? All right, so between 2010 and 2018, Clean was working as a nurse at a Coffee Creek Correctional Facility, interacting with female prisoners seeking medical help. So, you see how people are messed up? That's why I tell you, you got to pay attention. But they were vulnerable anyway, so there was nothing that they could do. They could... They, if one of them had a cell phone, they probably could have caught his ass. But I don't know about that facility over there in Oregon. I don't know what type of um, rules. I don't know what type of rules they got, regulations. But hopefully that incident right there will, um, for the victims, will um, cut down their prison term sentences and they will let them girls go. I don't like prison for people like that. You know, if it's a correctional facility, just uh, correct them with the stuff that they did that they got convicted for. You know, that's how I feel. You know, they need to rehabilitate the person. But hopefully the victims of this guy, Mr. Clean, the nurse, uh, they, will got, uh, they will cut down their prison sentence. I hope that will happen for them and stuff because we don't want nobody going through agony and stuff like that. Right, America? Well, anyway, I hope y'all enjoyed this segment right here. This is your man, Ben's Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. I know I got to work on my pronunciation, but it's kind of late and stuff, and I got to get up early in the morning anyway. Got a lot of things to do. And, uh, and then, like I said, this um, podcasting thing, it's not hard for me. 
you know, but it's probably harder for me than the average person. I'm pretty sure, you see, because I'm a black guy. It got to be hard for me, you know. If I was another race, it probably be a little bit easier, but it's harder for me. But I don't really care because I got way more charismatic in style than the other podcasters. You can get pissed off if you want to, but I know for a fact that you reference on my shit so you could better your goddamn platform. You can say what you want to say. You can say it. Get mad if you want to, but it's the truth. Uh, I don't care. Get mad. Mm-hmm. Yes, let me have it. It's not going to hurt. All right? Got a thick skin like Superman from Planet Krypton, nigga. I could do this all day. So, with that being said, I will come back with another segment. Got to go freshen up. Got to clean up. I'm probably going to come back with another segment because I'm not too happy with this one because of my pronunciation and the tongue twisting and stuff. And I'm fumbling on words. Don't like none of that. So, I'm going to come back with another segment just so I could, like, cover this one. But anyway... Subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. Same name that you could go search for when you're looking on the Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, Box Benji. Box Benji for Rumble, Box Benji for Twitch, Box Benji for YouTube. TikTok is underscore Murder Envy. That's underscore M-U-R-D-E-R. D as in dog, nigga. And E-N... I'm probably going to have to say it again because I don't want to confuse anybody. Murder Envy underscore M-U-R-D-E-R-E-N-V as in Victor I-I. Did you get that? Okay. I will holler at you later. Peace. Boom. It's the home night. Going to turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Going to turn it up, please. I'm in love with Want to make a podcast? Spotify got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can get started today. Then you can get it distributed, your podcast, to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take a conversation with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, it took my talent to a whole nother level. And I'm happy about that. I feel like I have options like video podcasts and Q&A polls that lets me be creative on another level. I highly recommend it and give it a try. Download Spotify for Podcasters on your app store or go to the www.spotify.com podcasters to get started.